This episode of Geeks Crossing is brought to you by today's sponsor, Anchor. Ever wanted to start a podcast but can't find the right platform to work with? Don't worry, Anchor has you covered. Anchor is a free audio app that allows you to record a podcast on any device no matter where you are. Anchor includes an editing feature that allows you to customize your podcast, whether it be on your computer or mobile device, so you can easily omit any errors or unnecessary parts. Anchor also allows you to distribute your podcast to other platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or even Google Podcasts, which is amazing. Did I mention the part about making money? No? Well, you could be earning money every time someone listens to your podcast with no minimum listenership. If that's not the easiest way to make a podcast, I don't know what is. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. As if it wasn't obvious already, Pokemon has played a huge role in my life. I played every single main series game along with the majority of the spin-offs. I watched a shitload of the anime growing up and still keep up to date with it today. I even like collecting the trading cards from time to time. I have all the Pokemon to be featured in the games, but none are more iconic than the starters. These are the type of Pokemon players have to choose before starting their journeys. I decided to rank all the starters from Gens 1 through 8, starting with the Grass type. To my knowledge, Grass is the least picked type among the starters, but they do have their moments of glory every now and then. I'll be judging these starters based on their designs, concepts, as well as stats and special niches they may have. Remember, everything I say is just my opinion, so don't take offense if a certain starter is ranked high or low. I'm aware that this topic is very subjective among the Pokemon community, but hey, I'm willing to give it a shot and share you guys what my opinions are. I'm Eric from Geeks Crossing, and this is the Pokemon Grass Starters from Least Favorite to Favorite. Normally, I would say worst to best, but I don't personally hate any of the starters regardless of the type. Every starter is good in their own way. My least favorite grass starter is Chikorita. This should come to a surprise for most people. Let's talk about Chikorita's positives first. Chikorita itself is adorable. Its evolved form Bayleaf is kind of cute too, but it all goes downhill with its final form, Meganium. A plant dinosaur does sound like a good concept, until you look at Meganium. Am I the only one that's bothered over the fact that the leaf on its head just disappears upon evolving? I don't know why, but it just irks me. The stats aren't something to write home about. Its hidden ability Leaf Guard is useless for the most part, and it has poor physical and special attack power. Although, Meganium does have good defense and special defense, so it's good for stalling. However, if being a wall is the only thing you're good at, then it's not worth using a playthrough. Sorry, Chikorita fans. This Radish thing is easily my least favorite among the starters, and I do mean that in general, not just for the grass type. Next we have what many consider to be the worst grass starter, Chespin. It was the first grass starter to be based off a mammal rather than the usual plant or reptile motif. This Pokemon had a lot of expectations before receiving poor feedback. I'll admit, Chespin's pretty cute, but then we get its next worm, Qualodon. I remembered seeing this thing for the first time and said, what the fuck is that? This thing is so ugly which became a recurring theme for most middle stage starters. Its final form, Chestnut, is pretty ugly too. Chestnut gains the fighting typing after it evolves, which makes it four times weak to flying attacks, meaning a single gust of wind can annihilate it. That's pretty fucking sad. Its speed and special defense are also disappointing, but why do I prefer the Chespin line over the Chikorita line? Simple. Chestnut is more built around attacking and has better abilities to work with like Bulletproof. That way, it's intangible to moves like Aura Sphere or Shadow Ball. I also like the concept of it being based off knights or the warrior class in JRPGs. If the last two forms weren't so ugly, then Chessman could have been ranked higher. And to think, this was the one starter everybody was going to pick for X and Y, until another starter from Kalos stole the spotlight. We'll get to that Pokemon eventually. Finishing up the bottom three is Snivy. Truth be told, I think Snivy has a cool serpent-like design. However, 
There's an issue I have regarding that design. Snivy and its next form, Servine, are bipedal, while its final form, Superior, isn't. That didn't bother me at first, but looking at the design now, yeah, it's too bizarre for me. Superior mostly excels in speed. I mean, have you seen Trip Superior in the anime? That thing is fucking fast. The rest of the stats are decent. Where Superior truly shines is with its hidden ability, Contrary. Normally, a move like Leap Storm would lower your special attack, but with Contrary, your special attack would instead increase. Of course, people abuse the shit out of this ability, which makes Superior scary to go up against. I appreciate the extra power, but this ability has tormented me for years as a competitive player. I still have emotional scars from all the previous times getting swept by Superior. This may sound petty to some people, but I can't stand Superior most of the time. If Snivy had a more consistent design and Contrary wasn't so broken, my opinion would have been more positive. Okay, so I was having a difficult time debating on who should be next. My choices were between Rallet and Grookey. Ultimately, I put Rallet below Grookey, which I know is going to irritate a lot of people. Yes, Rallet is pretty cute, with its round design and the fact that it wears a leaf bow tie. Its evolved form, Dartrix, however, is disappointing. Its design is just so awkward looking and not cute whatsoever. Thankfully, its final form, Decidueye, fixed that. I love Decidueye's design with it being based off an archer. I know some people are turned away over the fact that it gets rid of its secondary flying typing in exchange for the ghost type. It makes more sense when you really think about it. Archers are usually sneaky and attack from places that seem hidden. It can still use flying type moves though, so I don't see what the big deal is. Speaking of moves, Spirit Shackle is one of the coolest signature moves I've ever seen. Especially because it prevents your opponent from being switched out. And its ability long reach makes that move more viable. I also have to give credit to its exclusive Z move, Sinister Arrowhead, which is strengthened by Decidueye's good attack power. I can see why everybody uses Decidueye in the Sun and Moon games. However, there are other grass starters that I feel more attached to. As I mentioned before, up next is Grookey. It's funny, my reasons for liking Grookey are pretty much the exact reasons why I like Rowlet so much. I like Grookey for its cute design and its constant playful attitude. It's next form Thwacky, it's as awkward looking as its name. That yellowish green fur just doesn't suit well at all. Rillaboom, who is the final form, is what saves Grookey for me. Rillaboom has a great design, and I find it extremely unique how he uses a drum set as a means of attacking. Speaking of that, Rillaboom excels in physical attacks, mostly with his signature move, Drum Beating, which can lower the target's speed. Rillaboom's speed is a little lackluster, so that definitely helps. Its hidden ability, Grassy Surge, makes it great for replenishing health after each turn, and I love its Gigantamax form. It perfectly captures Rillaboom's menacing appearance and love for drumming. As much as I admire Decidueye, the concept of a gorilla with a drum set is much more creative to me. And you guys know, I always give extra points for creativity. Starting off the top three is Turtwig. There's something about Turtwig that I can't help but admire. It starts off as a cute little grass turtle. Its next form, Grottle, has a pretty solid design too. Then we have Torterra, the final form, and I love it so much. It's a massive turtle with its own ecosystem growing on its back. How can anybody not be impressed by this? Stat-wise, Torterra performs well in the attack and defense department. This Pokemon can take hits and nerf critical hits thanks to its hidden ability, Shell Armor, then deliver powerful attacks. The only real problem Torterra has is its very slow speed and its 4 times weakness to ice moves, unless you decide to teach it Rock Polish to raise its speed. Too bad I didn't think about that when I used Turtwig in my first playthrough of Platinum. Hey, I was a stupid kid back then and all I cared about was teaching my starters attacking moves. Overall, I just love Torterra for its concept and bulky premise. Also, who doesn't love that scene from Detective Pikachu with those giant-ass Torterras? I'll never look at hills or mountains the same way. My second favorite grass starter is the one and only Bulbasaur. Everyone's favorite plant, dinosaur, toad, thing. 
Wow, to this day, I still don't know what the fuck Bulbasaur is. Jokes aside, Bulbasaur is an icon among the grass starters. It has the classic design of what a grass type looks like, and its evolutions Ivysaur and Venusaur have solid designs as well. For years, Bulbasaur has been constantly overshadowed by the other two stars from Kanto, which I'll talk about in future episodes. I'm guilty of that notion too. But as years went on, I've grown to appreciate Bulbasaur more, and it became my second favorite of the Kanto starters. Besides Ash's Bulbasaur from the anime, part of my love derives from Venusaur. Not only does it have consistent stats, but different sets you can work with. You can run a physical attack set to take advantage of its attack power, or vice versa, a special attack set. Hell, you can even run a stall set by teaching its stats condition moves and recovery moves. In X and Y, Venusaur was given a mega form and gains the thick bat ability. This helps Venusaur tank any fire or ice type moves. I'm not so keen on the Gigantamax form though. It looks pretty fucking ugly if you ask me. Thankfully that hasn't changed my opinion overall. Because you have so many options to work with, Venusaur easily earns a spot in the top 3. Or top 2 in this case. My favorite grass starter is none other than Trico. Compared to the last few entries, Trico in my opinion has the best design scheme. Trico itself has a very cool design despite being based off a of tree gecko. Its next form Grovile has the perfect design for a middle stage grass starter. And I absolutely love Sceptile's design. It has the best reptilian design out of all the first 5 grass starters if you ask me. I know most of you are probably saying, But Sceptile is the worst of the Hoenn starters. I hate to admit it, but Sceptile's stats aren't as good as the other Hoenn starters. Again, I'll cover them in future episodes. But when you really think about it, Sceptile feels the most balanced in terms of physical attacks, special attacks, and even speed. Like Venusaur, you have the option to run different sets, so that definitely counts for something. I was super excited to see Sceptile get a Mega Form in Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Once it Mega Evolves, Sceptile becomes a Grass and Dragon type, and I can't think of a better typing. Not only does it gain a boost in speed and special attack, but the Lightning Rod ability as well. With this ability, Mega Sceptile can absorb Electric type attacks and raise its special attack. I definitely took advantage of this in Double Battles. Part of my love for Sceptile also comes from the anime. Ash's Sceptile was a fucking badass, and so was Sawyer's in the XYZ anime. Sceptile may not be the best overall, but to me, it will always be my favorite. Thank you data miners for letting us know that Trico and the rest of the Hoenn starters are coming back in the Crown of Tundra. I know most of you are going to be disappointed with where I rank these starters, but that's the thing about opinions. You don't know what to expect. Next time, I'll go over the fire starters, which will require some time, considering that this is a very subjective topic. Before I end this episode, I want to give a shout out to my good friend Charles, who's a huge Pokemon fan like myself. Recently, he went through a near-death experience, but he's recovering well, and that's all that matters. Charles, if you're listening, all my thoughts and prayers go to you. I hope you feel better soon, buddy. Thank you for listening to this episode of Geeks Crossing. Subscribe and join our Discord server, and as always, have a great day.